we're live um welcome to talk differently three today uh today i uh i'm mukund kumar your host join griffin wagner um chris Byrne, and atreya p um to, let's brush down the topics for today uh, i will i will screen share while i do this um this is a list of topics we have Google has been has been deactivated on the Fire TV four days early. Steve Jobs is an Italian company, and Apple can't do anything about it. This is the smallest phone in the world, and it's big, uh, and it's as big as your thumb. And Apple apologizes for iPhones uh, for slowing down iPhones. It promises a twenty-nine dollar battery replacement. Um. Further, iFixit drops prices uh, on battery replacement kits to, as a response to this to this move by Apple. And French uh, activists suing Apple in what uh, for what France is in the in the crime of plan, planned obsolescence. They they ha they are not see seeking to have any firm CEO Tim Cook. Okay, I'm not sure about that one. I guess I guess someone will brief us. Okay, and I now the. Okay, nice. And Apple's flagship Chicago re retail store wasn't designed to handle snow. There are, uh, we have quite a few topics, and we'll start with them as soon as we fix that snow. Um, okay, we fixed it. Well, someone fixed it. Let's let's get started with our first topic. Um, Google has been deactivated on Fire TV. Uh, uh, four days early. Um, would anyone like to brief us? Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. Um, good job. Good job. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Great discussion going on. Looks like, yeah, okay. I need to let you guys talk and talk more. I'm sorry. Um, um, I'm gonna open this link up. That that's uh, my job. Okay. Yeah, sure. You know what? I'm gonna. Yeah. Why don't you brief us? Yeah. Um, okay. I'll brief you guys. Um, I'll be screen sharing. Yeah. Okay. Technical difficulties. That comes from a technical blog. That's the ironic part. We're supposed to be good at this type of this stuff. Should I screen share or what? Anyway, flop show aside, um, I'm ready to able to brief us. Google has been deactivated on the Fire TV four days early. Four days before it was scheduled to be turned off, YouTube has been deactivated on Fire TV devices, according to Fast Company. A screenshot obtained from the publication shows that. Um, Amazon re is redirecting users to the video platform to its Silk browser or Firefox if you have it installed in order to, ask, uh, to access YouTube. I just experienced this, so I feel like I should actually tell you about this. So basically, um, Google and Amazon have been in a fight lately. And they were, and well, Google, what, what Amazon did was Amazon stopped carrying the Chromecast on Amazon.com. This was, mm -hmm. uh, and then um, because it's natural, Fire TV and uh, Chromecast competed with each other. Why would Amazon help its competitor? So seeing this, what Google does is uh, is announced that the the YouTube app on Fire TV will be discontinued after uh, after first January of next year. Um, so. Uh, so as a as a as a defense to this move by by Google, what Amazon does is rolls out Amazon Silk browser and um, uh, and Firefox browser for the Fire TV. What this what these browsers are are basically web browsers for the Fire TV, and while they aren't very intuitive to use, what's funny about them is when you go to YouTube.com, they uh, they open the exact same UI as the YouTube app does. So I first saw it and I, and I laughed pretty, pretty hard on, at this move. But to be honest, it was, it's a nice move by Amazon. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to defeat you at your own game. Mm -hmm. 
what do you get what do you guys think of what just happened i mean i i've seen this happen back almost five six years ago um if you guys remember like the kindle fire before it used to um have android on it um i mean like stock android base um Google Play used to like make ads and everything on Amazon products from Kindle to you know, um, you know there's there's a lot of Amazon apps out there from their um, app store bookstore, but um, and the Kindle would not even have a, a, a you know even like a bit of any Google on there. They would completely customize it up. So um, and so I guess. Uh, Google's move is quite justified because um, I think Google has helped Amazon um, regarding their products become quite popular. Um, in fact, you know, whenever you search up a device, one of the first, you know, like or like a, a anything, right, for like a product, and one of the first search results always um, come out to be from Amazon. So Google has helped Amazon a lot, and. Um, I think Amazon's being a little cruel on this side, so I didn't, you know, no bias here. But if I were to, I would support uh, Google on this move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's kind of like all the companies work together and tell a point where they they become big enough to compete, and then it's it's everyone for themselves from that point on. In in a way, like nice point. Like uh, like Apple and Google used to work together really well until uh, now when was it? Yeah, yeah now they don't. Even that time when uh, when Apple was about to go out of business and Bill Gates decided to help them, remember? Yeah, that that's yeah. a yeah. that's a strong point right there. Mm-hmm. Um, Microsoft within, saved Apple. Yeah. Technically, Apple uh, like Apple has been saved by pretty much everyone. Like, if to be honest, if Google didn't exist, I doubt if Macintoshes would ever sell as well as they did. Not Macintosh is actually Apple's computers. Like after 1995 and stuff, like Apple's computers sold very well because that's when that's when Google was there and the internet was made more friendly because of Google. So yeah, exactly. Anyway. Like we need this competition away. Like if we think about it, if there were no if there were no PCs, then a Mac wouldn't be special for what what a Mac is today, right? So. They need each other to survive. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like this is also kind of hypocritical because recently Amazon just you know worked with Apple to put the Apple TV on the Amazon store and put the Amazon Prime Video on the Apple TV. So it's kind of like now they're working with Apple instead of working with Google. Exactly. See what I mean? Yeah, it's like you make a deal with one company and then you go to the other company and then just say we're not friends anymore yeah like, that, it's over yeah that's quite visible with uh, amazon and google now um mm-hmm. especially with all the um endorsements that used used to occur, uh, occur and now you just take a look and you don't there's no appreciation at all in my view yeah so let's go on to the next topic um I think we have concluded this one well. Uh, Anyway, I'll give you guys the links here. And okay, Um, I'll screen share with you guys the the topic and we'll get started. Okay, so this time around we we will be talking about Steve Jobs is an Italian company and Apple can't do anything about it. This is actually pretty hilarious. Mm-hmm. What happens is there are uh, this uh, um this uh this this like uh, two Ita- Italian brothers and they start this clothing company called Steve Jobs. Yeah, they just they just named their uh, their clothing company Steve Jobs. And then they started making stuff like t-shirts and jeans and stuff. And they they had Steve Jobs with a fully bitten apple uh, on it, and yeah, they, like sure they are good looking shirts to be honest. Like look at them, like I mean I wouldn't mind wearing those, but hey, I, it's hard to make me look more hideous than I already do. 
so basically basically they like they made this company and then you would ex expect apple to sue them out immediately however that's not what happened um they uh, they the fight started uh, started back in 2012 uh, and and well the only reason why the brothers won this uh, this patent uh, this uh, legal fight is because Apple never trademarked this uh, the Steve Jobs name. So, so basically now there's a this a clothing line called Steve Jobs, and it's all legal. What do you guys think? I mean that's I'm pretty interesting. How um, Griffin was that you? Go ahead. I was just gonna say. I'm surprised how no one else copyrighted Steve Jobs' name, you know, before before that. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm really surprised Apple did. I was pretty surprised when I read it too. Like, yeah. you would expect you would expect Apple to uh, to copyright his name by now. But yeah, it's quite interesting how they didn't do that. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, especially with things like the Jobs, like like they have things named after him uh -huh. at like Apple, but. Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. uh, here's the deal. You run a billion-dollar company. Would you Would you go out and uh, trademark? Uh, would you go uh, go out and like get your name patented or something? Sorry, copyrighted. Like, how would you feel while doing that? Like, imagine, I mean, like if you're alive and they're doing it, then I I guess you would have something to say. Um, but considering that. Uh, uh, Mr. Jobs is no longer with us, um, uh -huh. and no one ever took action on that either, because I, I guess this is something unexpected. No one ever saw, you know, um, someone taking their his name and making a a clothing company out of it. And again, the fight began in 2012. That's all we know. And Steve Jobs died on the the 15th of October of 2011. So we're not sure if this this stuff started just after his death, or it it started later on. Like we don't know that stuff. So, so well, this could be completely, completely warranted. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, Chris, do you have something to share? Uh, well, I just say like, I guess there. I mean, there are companies like like tesla's named after a guy but it's it's long after after True. they've had a big influence and this kind of it's almost like a matter of respect almost where you know it's he's just passed away like not not too long ago and the 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 logo is obviously i mean the court ruled that it's it's not a ripoff but it's obviously a ripoff of apple's logo and yeah to me it's almost just a matter of, of respect Mm-hmm. Like, here's the deal. You could go uh, go out and say, Steve Jobs dead. Let's start a clothing company named after him. Or you can say, let's, let's start this humble clo a clothing company to in his honor. You see? Yeah. And this, uh, what they did here seems like a shameless ripoff, to be honest. Yeah, like, uh, for, for me, I don't think it would be any issue calling it Steve Jobs, but just just the fact that it's, like, clearly an apple load like it's almost like they had no original idea and then they they're just using the name to get money essentially yeah yeah true i like, guess that's they better thing. have a turtleneck at least <laughs> yeah they, they have, have to have. <laughs> that's all i'm saying right uh -huh. um okay let's jump on to the next topic i will share i, I can topic. brief on that one i can brief on that one um, the thumb-sized phone. Yeah, if you just want to screen share. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, I'll screen share. You brief. Go ahead. So, um, one of the weirdest things I actually saw the other day, um, when they posted this in the document, um, it's literally a um, it's it's a phone that's probably just bigger than um a coin, an average like quarter, for example. Um, it's, it's around 3,200 Indian rupees. Um, Mukun, do you know what exactly that would be in dollars? Uh, $50. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's really small. 
Um, but it's quite uh, interesting that it has uh, almost a full day's charge, and you can um, it, it, they somehow fit an OLED display on it, which is um, uh, quite interesting. That's not that's not hard to put an OLED display on a device. I have a watch um, with an OLED display, but what's what's expensive. interesting about this is is does the world really need this? This is yeah, that, a keypad that, phone. This is a phone with a T9 keypad, and like, seriously, is this where we're headed? We have this five-inch display in our pockets, and in our other pocket, we have the thumb-sized phone. Like, to, I'm not getting the point, and I don't get yeah. anyone else's. Yeah, I, I, I just, like, I just not. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Griffin, I feel like it's more of a thing where someone can say, "Oh yeah, we can do that." Not as much as people actually want that. Exactly. You can you can either get a Ferrari and say, "Yes, I have enough money to get a Ferrari," or you could go out and get a Corolla and be like, "Yeah, I need a Corolla. That's why I got it." Get what I'm saying? Like, there's yeah. a fine line between what is a concept and what is a real product. Yeah, and, and I feel like the demand for this is going to be quite low. Um, yeah, I don't see anyone wanting this. Like. Maybe as an emergency phone, it would make sense. But or something that people would keep like in the back of their basement saying, oh, I have a device, but you know, and nothing else beyond that. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's like they've made it for the sake of making it, and then the people who buy it are buying it just for the sake of, of buying the tiny phone. They're never yeah, going to use it. And Zanko, the company that made this, says 32 RAM plus 32 ROM, no unit. This could, we, it's, we're safe to assume this is 32 terabytes of RAM and like 30, 32 Yoda bytes of ROM. Why not, right? Because no units. You know it's a shady company when it says 32 RAM, 32 ROM. Right? I mean, does it even, I mean, what, what can you actually do on the phone though, other than I don't see much phone. other than calling. <laughs> yeah, um, so. Okay, it's, it, it was launched on a Kickstarter, Kickstarter and it has 2G networks with uh, a really tiny display. I don't see anything being being very pleasurable to do on a do on a display with a resolution of 64 pixels by 32 pixels, right? I mean, I swear my watch has more more pixels than that phone does, so. Any, it's probably just gonna be one of those items that you know just gets uh, used for collection and stuff. Yeah, it's probably just a novelty product. But anyway, let's let's move on. Um. Wait, anyone else have to have something to say about this? Not really. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> okay, let's let's move on to the elephant in the room. Apple slows down iPhones. Um, do we need to be briefed? That's my question. I mean, thanks to all our good tea writers here. Um, I think the news is um, pretty good out there regarding what happened. Um, yeah, I believe Francisco has has uh, posted an article on this. But anyway, yeah, we could we could just jump right into this. I mean, the news has covered this pretty well, actually. Just yeah, but general media. Here's the deal. I'll uh, let's let's talk about this. This is actually a pretty pretty good time to you know start up a up an opinion sharing session here. So I'll screen share the uh, the article. And Apple apologizes for iPhone slowdown drama. It will uh, Apple will offer twenty nine dollar uh, um, battery replacements for a year. So. You know what? Brief us on uh, anyone. Just anyone. Brief us on what happened. Let's imagine someone's so, um, just anyone. I, 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 you know, didn't see too much about this, but from what I heard, um, there was a teenager who was doing um some tests regarding um CPU clock performance on uh, older iPhones, such as the six and older. Um, after an iOS 11 um, update, patch update, looks like it, 
and he saw a significant drop in the um, the clock performance go down. Um, and he realized that by replacing the battery, um, it would uh, increase the CPU performance again. And many others started to speak out regarding the um, notice of this planned obsolescence by Apple. Um, and so Apple was eventually forced to um, send out the message saying that um, they were sorry about that and they would want to yeah. replace batteries at a lower price. Thank you, Atreya. You know, before we start, let's let's read what Apple has to say about this. Because I tell you, this is pretty hilarious. Apple, uh, Apple put out, pushed out this page on their website. A message to our consumers about iPhone batteries and performance. We have been hearing feedback about our customers and about the way they handle performance for iPhones with older batteries and how we have communicated the process. And they start doing their own Apple stuff. And then if we go on to the next paragraph, first and foremost, we have never and would never do anything to intentionally shorten the life of any Apple product or degrade the user experience or to drive, the, uh, the, to drive consumer upgrades. Our goal has always been to create products that our customers love and making iPhones last as long as possible is an important part of that. Okay, here's what's wrong with this paragraph right here. They say they will. They have never and would never intentionally shorten the life of any Apple product. Here's what's funny: we have been seeing this happening for the past for the past ten years, and I'm not kidding. Um, actually, past fifteen years. Who remembers what happened with the iPod? And what is that noise? Um. Uh, Okay, yeah, so, that got better. yeah, that got better. I, I I fixed it. Anyway, so here's the deal. Apple has been doing this for for fifteen years now. Okay, remember what happened with the with the iPod, like how uh, how Apple sabotaged the batteries to to last like two years and then die. Like, yeah, I remember that very vaguely. Um, that was not good, and there's a lot of reports on that as well. Um, True. And that's mainly one of the reasons why the older iPods died out quickly. Exactly. Um, and here's the deal. If, if you go out today and buy what is called a certified refurbished iPhone, I can guarantee you that battery won't last more than, more than two years with, with the same performance with remotely the same performance. I bet it won't even last two hours. So mm -hmm. here's what I'm saying. Don't don't actually believe what Apple says because it's it's never exactly the same thing. They, they like to gift wrap stuff and get, present it to you rather than actually giving you everything. Would you rather like, anyway, let's continue. So Apple, Apple has another paragraph titled how batteries age and I give them some flack for that. But anyway, we know that Apple has spent a tremendous amount of money on, on battery technology and researching this kind of stuff, right? Because lithium ion batteries, they, like Apple was among the first people, uh, the first companies to use them in the products. So if there's someone who knows about lithium ion batteries, I would suspect Apple would, right? So, right. so, um, yeah, going further, sure. Apple knows, Apple knows about this kind of stuff and Apple says it was, it was done to prevent unexpected shutdowns. So what they do is basically the CPU consumes so much power that, that it, it ends up consuming too much power from the battery and then the battery degrades more like this. So what Apple does is sabotages the CPU performance to well, to increase battery life. Griffin, I think. Uh, yeah. Well, I agree that like they've they've done too much of it, but the unexpected shutdown thing that did happen with some people, and if they are preventing it from shutting down, that's a good thing. They shouldn't yeah. do it as much. They shouldn't start on the battery as much as they have, but the original intent that was the original intent. They they did more, but. 
the original intent behind why they slowed down batteries was okay. You know, and I, I really want to speak out on this because I have a lot of experience um, with friends who have iPhones. So, you know, I, I, I have a friend who has a um, better Android phone. Let's just say that with better. Same about same battery life as an iPhone. And I compared it to an iPhone 5S, um, and we were in a place, um, and the temperature was quite cold. So both of them left their phones in the car. Um, and we came back, and the Android was still on, and the other one, and the iPhone, had shut down completely for the cold temperatures. So um, that's that's another thing I just want to point out is um, this Here's may not necessarily be a problem with the CPU. It's maybe the designing of the battery in general um, that, and I um, I'm not really sure what the relevance is with um, with the whole idea that Apple has going there. Um, well, here's the deal. Chris, you live in Canada. Canada is yes. a really cold place. Have you ever experienced this? Yeah, so, yeah, it, it, the battery definitely, like on my older, like I had the 6S, uh, mm -hmm. the battery would definitely be a lot worse on colder days. Uh, but I, I, never, I never personally experienced the shutdowns, uh, mm -hmm. but I know people who have the 5S um, so I'm older and they would experience these shutdowns and the updates definitely helped um, but yeah their phones got a little slower um, but I think it's kind of to be expected as your phone gets older most people expect it to slow down a little bit um, I, I think the biggest issue with with this for me at least is just the transparency of it all like if Apple made it clear in the updates, you know, we're going to slow down your phone uh, to try to help out the battery. I think that would have been fine. Uh, but the fact that it wasn't upfront, I think that's the, the biggest issue. Okay. So that's where I start to, to defer about my opinion. Here's the deal. Apple was the one who started sealing batteries into phones. Remember with the first iPhone, Every other phone had this removable back, which, yeah. and you open the removable back, and then you could pop out this battery and replace it when it when the time comes. Okay, here's the deal. Before the iPhone, my my parents used uh, um used many many other phones, and most of them were Nokia's. And say what you want to say about Nokia durability. They never they never had this kind of problem. They never uh, they never had to have their batteries replaced like this. Okay, so sure, you have to get your battery replaced, but why would you seal the uh, seal it into the phone? I understand that you have to cram stuff into a tight place, but that doesn't mean that you get to get away with doing this kind of stuff. And that's but where I the misconceptions with the media start to happen, where people start talking about planned obsolescence and all that stuff. And you know, that, and, and well, Apple starts telling you that you're using it wrong. You're uh, this is an old phone. You pro you probably shouldn't be using it anyway. And and we're doing a, a, um, an act of charity by letting you use it with our updates. That's how they start to present it. However, what uh, what starts to what start to change stuff is that that's not true. Like it, Apple has been telling us that we have been using our devices wrong and they told us this every single time that something wrong happened with them remember in uh, 2010 with the iphone 4 where the antenna lines had issues apple said that you're holding the phone wrong what basically happened was the, uh, the iphone 4 had an innovative antenna design that was different from anything else in the market so what happened was Apple, uh, well, people started experiencing problems with cellular reception and, and well, that, that happened because the sweat from their hands was starting to conduct, uh, conduct a, a, across the two antennas and this would, this would decrease cellular reception. Apple said, you're holding it wrong. I swear, they, uh, Steve Jobs went on stage one day and told everyone that you are holding the phone wrong you you have to hold it like this. If you don't hold it like this, then you then you're just the cellular reception will fail like that. 
I remember that day because I was thinking that day that now there's there has to be a proper way to hold a phone question mark because exactly. as far as I knew I just hold it like I would normally like just position in my hands and right so mm -hmm. that was those and um, I, I completely agree with Chris especially because um, let's just say Apple's being completely generally like honest here but then um, why wouldn't they mention in their you know in their update notices that they are going to slow down the I'm sure that consumers would be okay knowing that there was some like reassurance given ahead of time but instead there was nothing in the update notices and instead people had to end up complaining to Apple which is something that um, shouldn't be happening yeah actually yeah. Um, um, Sorry, in ahead. the update you know how they have like long things of how everything they're gonna update and updates well, they did say that we're going to prevent unexpected shutdowns by um, throttling peak speeds. So th they did mention it in the updates, but people never read it. Well, okay, but they all accepted the, it. Here's the deal. Um, am I screen sharing? Yes, I am. So you see this image on the screen. It says service ba battery, and then there's and then there's a warning sign over there on the right of uh, on the right of that even if apple did that and like if you put if you pull down the status bar and then up and then the iphone tells you that replace your battery that'll fix it that that won't call, cause all this controversy on the media however they didn't they didn't do that even if even if you, they don't have to put that warning sign even if they even uh, say service battery that's enough for for the user to understand that they need to get their their battery replaced, right? Yeah, and it's 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 just interesting because the fact that this all happens, right? And then Apple's not even taking like, sure they took off fifty dollars, but I mean, if you're the ones who's saying, oh, we don't want you to replace your battery, so we're gonna decrease performance, and now it kind of comes back on them and they're still not willing to like I mean my argument is at least they should you know do some free battery replacements because yeah. technically it is Apple's fault mm -hmm. hey the the fact that Apple is giving anyone a discount I mean we should all be all be celebrating <laughs> I mean that is, that is true that is true yeah that's true Apple Apple has a very very closed down kind of culture around them but here's where I, I start to object with what Apple has to say let's say we all are five-year-olds again okay and we wake up early in the day and then get out of our bed make our bed nice and tidy and stuff and then you know roll up roll up your blanket and uh, do the bed and stuff when your parents wake up you would probably tell them that i made the bed and then you would take all the credit for it right so you did something good and then you take credit for it with Apple, you they do something good. They they throttle down performance so that the user ends up getting a better experience. My question is, why don't they just say that? Why don't they make it more more boldly stated? Why don't they say we care about our customers? That's why we we throttle our uh, the iPhones. Because even yeah, if, if they, they said that first, uh -huh, even if Apple said that, the media wouldn't mess up like this like there wouldn't there would not be a single word saying planned obsolescence because everyone would know what what apple is up to with this protecting their customers and improving their experiences right anyway exactly. that's my take i that's where like sure i like to i like to be on i i want to be unbiased here but what's what ends up happening is I try. I start to sound unbiased, and that's not just me. That's everyone I talk to on Quora. They they start telling me, "Well, you sound very bi uh, very biased against Apple," and I'm like, "Yeah, it's called being unbiased." It's <laughs> it's it's pretty hilarious. Like saying anything against Apple is basically sounding biased against Apple. So uh, with Apple, you're uh, either you're either super biased towards it or you're you're, you're super biased way against, against it. it. Mm -hmm. yeah, like we have it. Yeah, you can't have an opinion about Apple. Yeah, exactly. And Mukund, I I just want to provide a quick story here. It might be a little irrelevant, but 
Um, so I have an iMac from 2012. It was certified or refurbished, and it was working great until an update after El Capitan, where we started to notice um, more and more random crashes. And uh, we're now coming to a point where um, we, we, we've been to Apple stores, and they've sucked out dust and did something, and they said, oh, yeah, your computer's good to go. Come back home, plug it in. First thing it does is crash. So, and... And um, we're we're actually really close to you know doing a factory reset on the hard drive, seeing it's a you know a problem with with the Mac interface itself. Um, and we did some research, and actually a lot of Mac users with the same type of iMac were having this issue. So um, maybe it is planned obsolescence. Maybe you know it's just a general problem with you know the hardware, but. Um, you know what? There's a, lot of, there's a lot of people who don't understand that Apple is actually doing planned obsolescence and that this isn't just their, their old iMac crashing. It's actually mm -hmm. like Apple actually does do this kind of shit. I've seen them push out, like, uh, I think this was the 2008 MacBook Pro that, that well, uh, well, what happened was it would break instantaneously it broke like people would break them like they eat tic tacs they were uh, they had like everything on that laptop was was like an inch close to breaking and then apple just said this is a great product you're just using it wrong and then they get they get a court case against them and then they get proven wrong and then and th that's when they initiate a recall and even after the recall, like uh, many people start noticing the same thing, believe it or not. Yeah, and, and so you know, I, I talked to one of my like good tech friends, and you know, he he was just I was just saying, why do you keep getting the new iPhone? He says because I don't want to deal with planned obsolescence at all, because he knows that um, within two years something's gonna end up. And while it is you know a lot of money down the drain, I mean not down the drain, I'd say it's a a good investment if you want to be unbiased um, but the you can start seeing a lot of problems without even looking at a lot of this news by just having you know a Apple product in general mm -hmm. and you know Apple just called everything a misunderstanding however it's pretty simple to to just avoid uh, getting it being called misunderstanding right it's it's yeah like the best the best thing apple could do is like just take credit for what they're doing say we are slowing your your iphone down because your battery is old get it replaced and and everything will be a-okay it's um, I, yeah griffin you have i'm sorry but I, I have to i have to actually leave um I, just, something just came up i'm really sorry uh, no problem um, see you next time. Bye, Griffin. Okay. I guess we're, we're gonna carry carry on without Griffin, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, might as well. Well, tonight's gonna suck. Anyway. Only yeah. thing that um, I just want to put out a final note regarding the ahead. Apple ba battery stuff is um, they are they did say they will be doing some stuff with uh, the new iOS update in February regarding battery health information for consumers. So um, I just want to hope that information is not, you know, um, false in any way and hopefully, you know, helps users out in seeing that um, this is just a, a genuine um, fix by Apple and hopefully not planned obsolescence. I mean, no one wishes for planned obsolescence. So and here's what's the funny thing. What's here's what I find hilarious. It's uh, like here in Apple's. Uh, wait, I need to. Okay, I'm screen sharing. So here in Apple's document about uh, Apple's apology, they say that customer response to iOS 10.2.1 uh, was positive as it successfully reduced the occurrence of uh, unexpected shutdowns. We recently extended the same support for iPhone 7 and iPhone 7 Plus in iOS 11.2. Did you just see what Apple did there? Exactly. Apple, that's... 
They're... Apple is marketing this as a feature. Apple is saying that your battery is old. We will slow your down, uh, slow your, slow it down until until you fix it. And recently, if you have a newer iPhone, an iPhone that was literally announced last year, we will uh, we will do the same thing to you. It's pretty hilarious how Apple gets to market this as a feature. And, not and it's so interesting how they use their wording on this. They uh -huh. make it sound like, um, like you said, a feature, right? But they also said how um, it'll, they, they show how it'll stop shutdowns, but it's clearly also indicating that they will be slowing down. And their choice of words um, can really hurt the customer if they, the customer sees this in such a, such a manner, for example. Yeah, it's a shame. But anyway, let's go on to the next topic. We have we have milked this topic to whatever we can find. But anyway, next topic. Um, f the French activist thing. I um, removed that, so don't worry about that. Okay, how about Apple's Chicago? Okay, I'm informed about this. Let's talk about this. Um, Atreya, would you like to brief us or? Yeah, I can I can talk about that. So, um, I don't know if you guys all know, especially um, for you, Mukun, because um, know, there's not not a lot of awareness in the weather of the U.S. Um, yeah, except for climate control and stuff. But um, anyway, um, there's been some big storms and really really cold temperatures here. Um, at the moment, we're in negative. Um, negative temperatures and I'm just quite little north of Chicago let's just say that um, um, but anyway and looks like there there was a lot of snow and stuff going on in Chicago and there was a problem with one of the uh, Apple's um, stores here um, as you can see in the article and the I think the roof collapsed I think or something like that there was a hole regarding um, ice and snow falling in. So Apple apparently did not make proper architecture regarding um, Chicago's weather conditions in the winter. So are that- you, Are you sure there's a hole in the roof? I, I don't know where I read that, I'm sorry. Um, okay, I'm not, I'm not sure if there's a hole in the roof. Let me just Google that. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, basically what happens is Apple has this really big Apple Park building and it has problems with snow. Um, yeah, there were mentions that the, um, the, the roof, which is shaped like a MacBook, um, was yeah. really thin. And there's also a lot of like icicles hanging out, the, the really big ones that can usually hurt people. Um, um, and the snow was also creating a problem with, uh, with visitors. So they had to, I think, close down the store because, um, there was safety concern to the customers. Yeah. So, okay. I confirmed that there was no hole in the roof. That would be actually pretty, pretty sad because I believe that I read somewhere that the the roof is made of carbon fiber from inside. I would, I doubt if that would have a hole through it. But what basically happens is Apple designs this beautiful building, and it puts no thought whatsoever into what will happen in snowy conditions, and then, and then the weather starts to turn cold and ice starts to form, and uh, the, there are these daggers of ice icicles that are ready to ready to drop from there. That's what's happening. Mm -hmm. um, Chris, do you have, do you have uh, any, any opinion on this? Okay, Chris is having some technical difficulties. He'll be back with us in, uh, he will be back with us soon. Adria, what do you think? Um. Well, I'm sure it's just an accident, you know, normal architect architecture flaws. Um, hoping to see them fix this quite soon. Nothing really big to say on this one compared to the battery issue. True. Like, and uh, 
yeah i guess we're at the end of of what we uh, what we're going to be doing today mm -hmm. um i know we weren't going to really talk about it um the French thing that we were mentioning before, um, basically yeah, there's some, yeah, there are basically um, some people in French, uh, France, sorry, um, and they were quite mad because they thought that this is all planned obsolescence regarding the battery issue we talked about, and yeah. um, some were saying they wanted him to get jailed, but now they're asking for a five percent of, um, th they want Tim Cook jailed. Sorry. Um, yeah. They, they want five percent in the income that Apple makes for twenty seventeen. Yeah, annually, um, as kind of like a, a fee or punishment for doing this, and so there's been some controversy regarding that. Mm -hmm. So, a group of French people decide to sue Apple for Apple for what they're doing, and they want they want annual income, ten percent. What was it? Ten percent of that. I think it's five to ten percent. Oh, okay. Yeah, five percent mm -hmm. of the company's annual income. So, it's basically another another group of people who is planning to sue Apple. Suing mm -hmm. Apple is like what the cool kids do these days. That's suing Apple is trendy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's suing suing Apple is trendy at this point. Um, mm -hmm. I don't see much to present an opinion on it. Yeah. Would you be for the French people or would you be against them? I'm really being unbiased. We're not fully sure this is planned obsolescence because Apple, if they were doing this, would never disclose. So we would never fully be able to know. But in, in a biased manner, if this was planned obsolescence, then, I mean, 5% of 1 billion is a lot. So just think of annual yeah. income. Um Maybe they're asking for too much. Maybe. You know, what's, what's the hilarious part is that that 5% of annual income will probably just go back to Apple in, in the form of buying new Apple products. Those that French activists true. will probably just buy more Apple products, if you ask me. Yeah, but, that is true. Yeah, that's the um, hilarious part. But never mind. The loss is faced anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, just want to add before we yeah. um, go. Um, yeah. One more thing we were going to mention is um, iFixit is dropping prices on battery replacement kits. Um, Mukun did mention this in, in the earlier. Um, after the $29, I mean the $50 discount from Apple, um, iFixit is giving free do-it-yourself kits to open up the um, iPhone and replace the battery. Um, if you are one of those people, that may be something you want to do if you don't want to spend $29, maybe a little bit cheaper. Um, however, it may be recommended if, to go to Apple if you don't feel confident in doing something like that. So Yeah. Like, um, hey, what's this? Yeah, if you fry your iPhone installing the battery yourself, you're pretty much on your own. That's what they say. That's what they and it does says. void the warranty too. So like any hard mod does well if i were if i were in this kind of situation i would do it because mm -hmm. well i'm experienced with this kind of stuff but mm -hmm. i can understand if someone isn't because 700 dollar device and you wouldn't exactly want to be using medical tape and stuff in that inside that thing so and i mean some people also like after seeing seeing this they may not really trust apple i mean what if you know you go give your phone back and they uh -huh. they do something with their battery as well your new battery and you kind of end up coming back and paying more money again and yeah. so people who are losing trust may want to um go yeah, this, this route this whole issue has definitely robbed apple of many of many loyal uh, loyal customers like i'm pretty sure many people have turned against apple just because of this incident and well anyway let's end this episode with a question if you were uh, like what side would you be on would you be with apple on this matter or would you be against it Atreya, let's start uh, let's start with you um in a in a biased manner because that's what the question is really asking i would be against apple and mainly because um being a 
ex Apple user. I'll just say that um, there are many things that I disagree Apple with, and uh, from UI to the build of their devices. And I don't want to go too much in description there, but I would be against Apple. Okay, Chris, how about you? For or against? Alrighty. Um, all right, I would. I am for Apple here. Uh, that's probably going to be a little controversial, but uh, just from everything I've seen and from all the people who who I talk to about their phones and stuff, uh, the updates definitely did help them and did impact their devices in a positive way, stopping unexpected shutdowns. Uh, of course, I'm against uh, not being transparent, but ultimately I think that Apple's intentions were on the good side, and I, I I do support them trying to trying to make sure that your device can last at its peak possible form for as long as it uh, as long as it can. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll side with Apple on this one. Well, going with what I think. I'm gonna I'm gonna just agree on Chris on this one. I agree with Chris on this one just because, and don't see this. This is like a spectrum where there's a line, and then on the left you have uh, against Apple, and and then on the right you have with Apple. I'm like just near the middle, just a little on the right. Here's why: Apple has spent a good time of uh, a good amount of time with like just experimenting with lithium ion batteries and if there's some if there's some company who would know about them i think that would be apple so sure well you could do good things without telling people but it's definitely not ideal i'm not i'm not a fan of the of how apple isn't very transparent about this kind of thing but well apple kind of did a good thing while doing a bad thing like if Apple, if Apple's intent was to enforce planned uh, planned obsolescence, at least it helped some people. Um, like even if it was planned obsolescence, at least it helped people uh, uh, get rid of shutdowns and stuff. So, it's going to be a hard for Apple for me. So, yeah, and you know both your points are quite valid because I mean I don't fully know the whole story, um, because Apple has not personally disclaimed that they are doing planned obsolescence, and I don't think they ever will. But um, regarding this matter, if they did truly have good intentions, and they, and if they do, then, then I would totally be for Apple. But just because of my experience in using, you know, mm-hmm. and it all, it all differs. So um, hopefully the public lets us know too. We want to know what you guys think out there. Go ahead and comment down below. Tell us and tell us what side you would be on. And thanks for watching. Um, if you made it this far, I would congratulate you for being alive to, uh, for after coping with our technical difficulties. We understand that we are a tech-based um, publication. However, who doesn't have to be mess with bullshit like, um, with, uh, with bullshit like te- uh, technical difficulties? Anyways, thanks for watching. And we'll be happy to see you next to next week.